Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Trendle Dead, Dead Tales, and today is a bit of a special episode because I am trying to do two things at once, and I am not sure if either of them are going to work, and I sincerely hope they are. <clears throat> but what I'm doing is I'm trying to do a podcast two times at once. I am doing Facebook Live right here, and I am doing Blog Talk Radio right here. And in fact, I'm a little late on getting started on both things, because apparently since the last time I did a live, Facebook has changed their their program again, and don't we just love that? But platform updates are the best. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to get started here, and I'm going to be trying to do a few more of these live things. Um, I am still working on trying to get this part done, so we'll see how it works. And uh, with that, I should, as always, uh, tell you, welcome to Trundle Bed Tales, the podcast about Laura Ingalls Wilder, historic foodways, wondering schools, and other social history. This is Sarah Utah, the host and creator of Trundle Bed Tales. Find us all around the web under Trundle Bed Tales and on your favorite social media platform. If you listen or just have an account on iTunes, please leave positive feedback because it helps people find the show. And this is episode 119. The Laura Ingalls Wilder Collectible. And we always start out with a little housekeeping. And where is my, oh, there it is. So, uh, if you want to be a part of the show, you can call in at 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253. Or toll-free 1-877-633-9389. That's toll-free 1-877-633-9389. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to do both of these things today was that uh, I just last night got the podcast on Apple Music, and I am hopefully going to be getting uh, it on Audible, too, and I've just been uh, adding it all sorts of different places lately, and I think if uh, things work out, I'm going to have to change my uh, introduction to tell people that... uh, that I'm just everywhere because I have also added iHeartRadio, Verbal, Owltail, and Podchaser. So, uh, and some of these places just had already found my blog and uploaded it. So apparently that's a thing now. Uh, And pretty soon I'm going to be saying wherever you get your podcasts. And 
um, I really am pleased to be on Apple Music. And uh, I want, so this is sort of celebration. If you haven't listened to my podcast before, um, and honestly, I hadn't gotten one done uh, this month yet because it just seems to be harder and harder to get things scheduled. Have you noticed that? I've got people lined up who said they'd be on the podcast, but I've had trouble getting dates. And it's, But we're going to get back on that. Normally, uh, we do, at, uh, do a full episode, an hour episode with people. We do uh, a half hour episode with just me talking, that sometimes goes long, depending, uh, and a travel times episode with um, the, well, usually ta- interviewing somebody about something they do or someplace they go. And I've got one of those lined up, not a date yet, but I'm fairly certain that one's going to line up pretty quick. All right, so uh, that is what we do here on Trundle Bed Tales, and I hope you enjoy it. And with that, and in case you're wondering, our housekeeping noise is washing uh, plates, metal plates on the uh, wash pan on a wood stove. I had one where I was sweeping the floor earlier and it just isn't. Well, why don't I go ahead and play that for you so you can hear it. It just isn't loud enough. But anyway, so with that, let's get into the things that there are to buy for Laura fans. Because a little bit over this last year, we listened to Allison Arngram read Little House books and other books, um, and it was just great, especially when we were all shut down. Now things are starting to open up again, and I think that um, there's going to be more days where she doesn't read than there used to be, but it's still well worth it, and all her old videos are still on her uh, Facebook page. So, but one of the things I was really surprised at was how many people who considered themselves Laura fans or Little House and Prairie fans and didn't know that there were things you could buy. It, it just struck me as odd. But you never know. Sometimes, you know, I really liked the boxcar children and I was grown up before I discovered there were more books in the series. It, it's just sometimes you miss things. So I thought I would take you through some of the things there are today. Now, first off, uh, and I think you're probably aware of this if you are doing, um, if you've been listening to this podcast, but for the new people, uh, there are museums with gift shops uh, pretty much every place that Laura lived for very long. So you can find one in Pepin, Wisconsin, Independence, Kansas, Walnut Grove, Minnesota, Baroque, Iowa, uh, Desmet, South Dakota, and Spring Valley, Minnesota, and Malone, New York, and Mansfield, Missouri. Uh, there's also a museum in uh, Keystone, South Dakota, 
where Carrie lived. So there are lots of museums and gift shops out there, and there are lots of things that you can get. Now, I have a blog post every year at Christmas time. I do a blog post on gifts that you might want to get for the Laura fan in your life, or if you're the Laura fan, that you may want to hint or put on your Christmas list. Uh, and uh, I have a blog post that is what I'm going to be working from today, which is presents for the Laura Ingalls Wilder fan in your life, which is sort of the introduction of the basic things. Then there are posts that I have done yearly after that. And most of those things, not all of them, but most of them are still going to be available. But we're going to start with these, which are kind of what I consider the basics of a collection. And we are going to skip going talking about uh, what books that there might be just because I could do a whole episode on the books, and I probably will. Um, when I was a kid, there really weren't that many books. Uh, and now they just, since self-publishing came a thing, you see all sorts of things. And some of those are really horrible, um, poorly researched, poorly executed, just awful. Uh, but some of them are really good. So uh, I will probably at some point do an episode about those, but I am going to skip down to things from the books. Now, first off, many Laura, young Laura fans start a Laura Ingalls Wilder collection with a bonnet or an apron. Uh, you could also make your own, or there might be a local source, uh, like, um, I don't know, your local historical society might sell them. Uh, if you really are into autographs, and I'm, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. That's a, another topic. But if you're really into autographs, you can get uh, a bonnet with Alison Arngram's signature, who played Nellie on the television show. Now, she sells bonnets that are from, um, Man, or from Mansfield and from Walnut Grove. And um, she added the Mansfield ones uh, last year because she was constantly running out of the Minnesota ones. And they're kind of caught up more now. But you can uh, get either one. Uh, and the one from Mansfield's a little cheaper, a little more machine-made. Um, but and there, and there are other bonnets at the home sites. And I tell you that I am going to really be looking at bonnets when I make my next home site visit because I was really surprised how much difference there was between the Minnesota bonnet and the Mansfield bonnet because I had just been looking, you know, yeah, they're bonnets and gone on. I had enough of my own. I do not need to buy bonnets. Um, but I do need to look at them and see what they're doing price-wise and what they're doing um, other ways. Uh, now, I did mention that there are Laura home sites, which I will keep saying because really, if you want the Laura museums to be there when you visit, you have to keep them going. And one way to do that is to buy from them when you're not there. So really, if, if you can... Oops. 
that was me squeezing again. Hit the wrong button. Uh, but if you want these museums to still be there when you go, you have to help keep them going. And buying from their gift shops is one way to do that. Also, in this last year, I was kind of shocked by what wasn't on their gift shop pages. I mean, it's it's stuff I know they had and people asked me about, and I say, oh, yeah, you can get it from the home site. And I go, look, uh, send them a link or whatever, and it isn't there, which um, strikes me as a little odd, but it's true. So they're going to have more stuff than is listed on the website. They also may have more stuff than what is out on display. So if there is something you want that you do not see, ask. Uh, I was, for instance, um, asked the Dismet Memorial Society if they were going to reprint their replica of the Cream City Cookbook. Oh, this was years ago. I think maybe they have now. But uh, they said, oh, well, we have a bunch of those in the box upstairs. It was not on display. It was not on their price list. Uh, currently, it had been four, which is how I, uh, on their price list before, which is how I discovered they had it. And so they went up and got me one. So if there's something you want that you do not see, ask. All right. Bonnets and aprons, I think, are the foundation of a Laura collection. That is probably the first thing you're going to want to get. Next up is a Charlotte doll. Now, this is a rag doll. It was uh, constructed uh, by Ma. In real life, it was called Roxy. And Charlotte, she probably got the name uh, from her grandmother, but uh, who was named Charlotte. But every home site has a Charlotte. And how they are constructed are very differently. Now, for years, I was able to tell you that Mansfield had the most accurate Charlotte doll. It was just exactly, I, I, I mean, I, I am fairly confident that they nailed it, that that was exactly what Charlotte looked like. And they kept that model of it for many, many years. And they have, and I'm not sure when they changed it because there was about you know, maybe 10 years, maybe not quite 10 years when I didn't get back to Mansfield, mostly because I keep getting out to Desmet where I'm going again this summer. But anyway, uh, in Mansfield, they, at some point during my last visit and this visit, they changed Charlotte dolls and they went from having the most accurate Charlotte doll to, I am sorry to say, I think the least accurate Charlotte doll. Um, and I would say that there are issues with the Charlotte dolls available for sale at any of the home sites now. I really miss that one from Mansfield. But anyway, uh, they, they are rag dolls. They are taken from the description in the book, and everybody ought to have a Charlotte doll. Uh, and you can get them from any of the home sites, any of the pageants, uh, but they're going to look different. So uh, see if you can find a picture of the doll to make sure it looks like you want. Now, the third thing that you are going to want from the book is a China Shepherdess. Ma 
uh, ha- tells in the books, it tells the story of how she had this figurine that she put on the mantle or on the little shelf every time they were really home. And it really was um, a continuing uh, theme in the books. And uh, the Chinese Shepherders or the Little China Lady is in them. Now, I don't know that they're really that it played quite as important a role in real life as it did in the books. Uh, They do have a China figurine that had belonged to Carrie out in Keystone uh, that may be the inspiration for the China Shepherdess. She does not look like any of the replicas that are available. Um, And there's, reason to well there isn't really a whole lot of proof that that one is the Chang Shepherdess. There is um, they are very strongly focused on the fact that Carrie had this and kept it wrapped up even though it was broken. So it could well be the Chinese Shepherdess but there are three versions right now that are replicas. Now, I was really surprised by this because someone had said they wanted a China Shepherdess a couple years ago, and I looked. As I said, my policy is to look and see if I can find it on the website and send people a link if they ask about it. And uh, the three places that used to be doing a China Shepherdess, none of them were at that time doing a China Shepherdess. Now, there are three versions available uh, that started over again. So there, well, two of the three are new design um, since when they shut down. Uh, and the three are from uh, Mansfield, which is theirs is based on the figurine that they sold all through the 70s and 80s, which is gorgeous, um, the original one. Uh, and this is based on that. There's also one from uh, Independence, which is very pretty. Um, it is really kind of a different take on the Shepherdess. And it, it's really very interesting. I, I like theirs. Uh, and the third one looks most like that original one I was talking about from Mansfield. Um, but which is also the one on the TV show. The TV show bought their China Shepherdess from Mansfield, or Mansfield sent them one, I'm not sure, but they got it from Mansfield. Uh, And this looks the most like that, but it is resin, not China. So those, and that's at Mansfield. So the three, or I'm sorry, that's at Walnut Grove. So the three places you can get a China Shepherdess from as of right now uh, are uh, Walnut Grove, Independent and Mansfield. Uh, the next thing that we add usually to a collection is a tin cup. Uh, Laura talks about, especially in Little House on the Prairie, how they had a tin cup to drink out of, and they got each a tin cup for Christmas. So uh, they each had their own, which was uh, a really great story. And you can get your own tin cup. Uh, you can get them from various places. You can get them from various um, home sites. You can get them from settlers who are people who 
uh, construct stuff for or buy stuff in bulk that you would use for living history. And they have tin cups. Uh, you can get one that is uh, handmade by Kitty Latane in Pepin, who is a tinsmith. There's all sorts of different ones you can get. Uh, some are better to uh, and safer to drink out of than others. I will say that uh, I think that, um, well, I will say that if you have one and you want to drink out of them, for the most part, that's going to be fine. But be aware that you can't uh, you, you can't drink something like lemonade or anything that's an acid in it. Uh, it will turn the cup um, black in spots. And in fact, the tin cup that I used for many years at Esther's Ferry looked just that way because I took lemonade one day, not realizing that that is something you cannot do with the tin cup. So just as a heads up. Um, another a uh, faithful um, friend that Laura has in the books is her bulldog, Jack. And all the home sites love Jack. Even Smet, where Jack never was, loves Jack. And uh, not even in the books he wasn't in there. Not even in the TV show was he there. But they love him too. And they have stuffed Jacks that you can get. And these are mostly brown and white dogs. Um, sometimes they're bulldogs that are more of a tan, uh, but you're going to find them different, different places. Uh, their designs change because in the most part, they aren't buying jacks. They're buying stuffed dogs that sort of look like jacks. So they have all sorts of different kinds. In uh, my blog post on there, there's a really cute picture of a uh, of a stuffed jack. That's my current favorite stuffed jack. But I have a whole, um, a whole aquarium display case full of jacks. And I actually did one of my Laura in the Min Laura in a minute videos on that. So uh, you can go see all the different jacks if you want. Another big deal is to get Pa's fiddle playing. Now, if you want to. Uh, here, Paws Fiddle, you, it is now in Mansell, Missouri, and you can now uh, hear it every year at Wilder Days. Now, at other times of year, they play it a couple times a year because if you don't do that, it gets out of tune. It no longer has, when they redid it the last time, uh, they did not use catgut strings. They were available, but they didn't use them. Uh, but you have to play it no matter what kind of strings you have a couple times a year to keep it uh, in shape. And so they have a man who lives down there in Mansfield who's a fiddle player. And several other times during the year, you can hear him play, but they're usually not scheduled. So you just have to happen upon them. So if you really want to hear Paz Fiddle go down for Wilder Days, there is also a CD called Laura Ingalls Wilder Speaks. And when it was a cassette, uh, one side of it was the only known recording of Laura's voice, and the second side of it was playing Pa's fiddle. Of course, now it's all one side, so you don't have that that division that makes sense, but it does still have the only known recording of Laura's voice, and then after that, Pa's fiddle music, uh, and it's only Pa's fiddle. There are other recordings. There are even other recordings with Pa's fiddle um, 
the tribute to Charles Pa Ingalls is probably the best of these, but it's like he's playing with the first bluegrass symphony orchestra. You can, it's got all these other instruments. It's a beautiful CD. If you just want to listen to music, highly recommend. If you want to listen to music for the books, highly recommend. You want to be able to hear Pa's fiddle, get Laura Ingalls Wilder Speaks. Okay. Another gift that I recommend getting is gift membership to the fandom. Now, uh, I have memberships, lifetime memberships to all the, the fandoms. They have uh, gotten more uh, complicated in terms of what you get and having levels and Several of them that used to do lifetime memberships do not do so anymore. But it's, I think, good to have. Because, again, part of our thing is we're keeping the museums alive. So when you get a chance to go or when your kids get a chance to go, it's there for them to see. Okay. How are we doing time-wise? Oh, we've got time yet. Okay, so I'm going to just take a look here. Let me go back and, nope, no comments. All right, so I am going to go here and see what other things have come up over the years. Oh, that's Either one of those was helpful. Okay. I will have to fix those. Finding dead is not fun. Okay, here we go. Um, and Well, this is probably worth worth talking about. And what I'm doing now is going back and scanning my yearly posts. I do a post every year on what's going on and what's new things that you might want to get as a Laura fan. So uh, one of the things that I talk about in my yearly post is the Loftus store. It's not technically a home site. It is actually a store, but it is where... Um, it is the same Loftus store Laura talks about in the books. Of course, owned by different people and with a different angle, but it's still there. They also have a section of Laura things that uh, they do add very interesting things there because they try and be different. Um, I love their t-shirts um, and their sweatshirts. That's really where I've gotten some of my favorites over the years. So if you're there in person, I recommend shopping and seeing there because they do not do mail order. I am sorry to say. Um, so you'd have to go in person or ask somebody else to get it. But a, a couple of things they have done cool that are, I think are cool is it used to be that uh, the Laura fan, uh, you know, the gift shops for fans were fairly consistent, and there would be similar things um, for a really long time. And um, those have disappeared. 
and the Loftus store is trying to bring some of them back. And uh, one of them is a wall hanging with uh, scenes of Laura and Smet. And I have one now, which was a big get. I was very excited. Uh, and that's on one of my unboxing videos. I just, yes. Uh, but they have a poster version of it for sale because the linen version uh, costs more than they uh, were willing to invest until they saw how it sold. But they still have those. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, they also are working on pewter plates. Now, these were sold by the Loring Wolf Wilder Museum in the Smet in the 1970s. And um, they had a whole series of them, and they released them. Uh, the Loftus store has uh, recreated the first one in the series. And they said that if they sold out the first one, they would do the second set. But they, again, did not want to get uh, ahead of where there was um, a market. So uh, they still have the first one, the last I was there, uh, but they had not yet sold enough of the current year, the first one in the series, to move on to the next one. So if you are in Smet, take a look for that plate, because I really want them to do the rest of the series. I only have, actually, of the original series, I only have the one that they've already copied. So I want the rest of them. Okay. And there's a picture of that in my 2014 buying guide. Oh, here's another good one. Uh, one of the most expensive pieces in my personal collection is a replica of Laura's engagement ring. The engagement ring still gets a lot of reaction from people. And it is uh, based on Laura's description and a contemporary drawing from the Montgomery Ward catalog where they think that it probably came from. Now, do we know for sure that's it? No, but we know they, that there's a decent chance that this is what it was. And they had a local jeweler near Walnut Grove uh, put, the, put together um, a replica. And so it comes in a nice little box and uh, you can get it in both, in either gold or silver. I think it really cost a lot more than the original. I think it was made out of a lot nicer materials than the original, but it is a replica and they do have that available. Oh, and if you're doing a, a buy from Walnut Grove anyway, highly recommend Little Dog Treats. The, they, my dog loves them. In fact, I tried to get a picture of Blue eating the dog treats, and he ate them so fast I couldn't get a decent picture. He just, nope, oh, it was gone. Okay. And, okay. Oh, the um, uh, Christmas ornaments. Christmas ornaments are a big deal at the Laura Ingalls Wilder home sites. 
Now, they got into, I think, what is a very cool system a few years back. Uh, they worked with a company to design these uh, painted ornaments and of the home site themselves with the name. And they're set. And in each of the home sites, they have uh, who's in on this, each of the home sites that are part of this. I have a little Christmas tree with the ornaments from all the sites on it, but you can only buy that site's ornament at their own gift shop, which I think is very clever. Um, and and there's a lot of other uh, Christmas ornaments. In fact, there are so many Christmas ornaments that my plan right now is to have a Christmas tree up in my Laura building to put all my ornaments on. I have the tree. I have the ornaments. Uh, I'm still working and figuring out the space. But uh, I've got a whole bunch of ornaments that are going to be on my tree. And if you have an artificial tree, which we'll have to have, because uh, you can't have a live tree up all year, uh, is that uh, you put it on a uh, spinning base. And honestly, it, it it just looks a lot better. It is much harder to tell it's fake. All right. More books. Oh, I should also mention that while I talked about Charlotte dolls, uh, there are also a lot of the American Girl style dolls. Uh, they normally call them something like 18-inch dolls, uh, not to uh, tread on anybody's trademark. You, there are regular dolls from American Girls. There are knockoff dolls. Uh, you can also uh, get actual Laura Ingalls Wilder doll and Mary doll from Queen's Treasures. You can get some really cute, interesting clothes from the Spring Valley Museum. And the best selection of Laura-like clothes for 18-inch dolls is at Walnut Grove. And they have little boots and little stockings and a little coats. It's just gorgeous. Little dresses and stuff. So uh, you'll also see things at other Laura sites. But those are the ones that I have really noticed uh, having a good collection. Oh, and if you don't know about it, the uh, family-friendly film, uh, which is the Ed Friendly's company uh, that his son runs now, who did who helped start the television show on NBC, and actually the one on ABC also, uh, and they have done a lot of licensing in the last 10 years or so. And one of them is for material. And there are all sorts of craft and sewing projects that you can make with this Laura material. In fact, a friend of mine two or three years ago uh, made me a conference bag that says Little House in the Prairie of it out of that material. And it was awesome. You will always see me, well, often see me carrying that if you see me at a conference. 
And well, I mentioned t-shirts before, uh, and there are some great t-shirts. They're different at all the Laura places. Um, there's quite often other little stores around that have it. The pageants all have t-shirts. Uh, Walnut Grove usually does a limited edition, scared me, uh, a limited edition t-shirt every year. Um, if you like the TV show, you really want theirs. And there's just a lot of really cool t-shirts. And I, in fact, have a collection of them. And I'm considering doing a video on them. So if you're interested in those, let me know. And there's 60 seconds, according to the lady. So uh, I think that kind of got you started on some of the stuff that's available. If you don't have anything yet, personally, I would recommend getting a bonnet and apron, a Charlotte doll, a china shepherdess, and a tin cup. What you collect from then on in is really up to you. There are little house things pretty much everywhere you go in Laura country. Um, and if there's something that you are really interested in, that you want to know where you can find something, um, like, for instance, if you collected um, shot glasses or silver spoons or anything like that, um, we can get more I can give you some more specific links. If you actually are looking to buy anything, contact me anywhere all around the web under Trundlebed Tales. Um, be sure to look for us on uh, my podcast, Blog Talk Radio, my YouTube channel, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook. And thank you for coming on today. And remember to brighten the corner where you are. And I am going to end this live. Hello? Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is this is Drew Hawk calling from Pretty good. I sadly recognized your voice. That is not good.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.